welcome to Momentum Church. Awesome, awesome. Hey, I'm so pumped. So stinking excited for what God has. Um, I'm going to be totally honest. This, uh, I don't know if this has ever really happened. Now, I, I try to hear from Holy Spirit as, mof, uh, as often as I can, usually uh, before a message, before I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching or you know, I'm preparing and all that stuff. But I, you know, I had a message uh, prepared, and I, I feel like the Lord is just kind of moving in a little different direction. So uh, we're, we won't have any slides tonight because uh, we're just going to change it up a little bit, and I, I'm all about that. If you're down for that, say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to preach a different message uh, talking really about, about healing tonight. Uh, and Holy Spirit is all about that. And so, but before we get there, uh, I'll do my, my last commercial. Uh, I wrote in two books uh, this morning. I preached out of the Holy Spirit is not a bird. If you want to get deeper in your basic understanding of who Holy Spirit is and operating in, in the gifts that he has for you, I want to encourage you to get that one. This is better than Jesus. I was going to preach on this, but now I'm not. Uh, but this is really a look at what Jesus says is better. Uh, Jesus says that it is better for you to have a relationship with Holy Spirit because the truth is Holy Spirit does what Jesus couldn't. Uh, Holy Spirit is with us constantly, and Jesus was at one place at one time. And so I want to encourage you to want kind of a deeper look at Holy Spirit. Check that out. But, man, I am excited for what God has for us today. But, man, we have, uh, I think, a, a bunch of kiddos in the room. If you, are a, if you are under the age of 13, raise your hand. If you're under the age of 13. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, so have some crowd participation. We're going to do this. I'm going to take two questions so you can get to know anything about me. Nothing's off limits. But if you're a kid and you want to ask a random question, it can be weird, funny, ridiculous, or spiritual. If you're a kid and you want to ask any random question to the dude with the microphone, just raise your hand and I'll, I'll take any question in the world. Nothing's off limits. Okay, yeah. Okay, far left. What's your name? John, what's your question, bro? It's okay. We got all night. How big do I think this church is? How many people? I, I actually don't know. Uh, I think it's like 400 people or something like that. It's pretty cool. Uh, but you know what it should be? It should be bigger. And any empty seat next to you is your job to fill. Say amen. amen. Okay. Uh, any other kids? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. What's your question? Or your name? Okay. What's your question, bro? My favorite color. All of this. For my favorite, uh, I would say black. That's all I ever wear. Okay, last question, my dude. You said, "Why does my voice change?" <laughs> Why do voices change? Oh, man, I am so hot right now. Uh, man, that man, I am so sweaty right now. Oh my god, I've never had that. Uh, you know, things just happen, and they happen, and. I know, I got nothing. I am so hot right now. I have never had this happen. Am I? Okay, last question. My Lord in heaven, what's your question? Yeah, Arden, what's your question? How many grown-ups are in church? Well, based on five seconds ago, not that many because they're all laughing at me. Wow, that was unexpected. I'm never doing that again. Oh, my goodness. I am still so hot, my Lord. Oh, my goodness. Okay, um, 
right, we're just going to wrap up. Um, no, uh, I'm excited for what God has for us today. I'm never going to forget this church for as long as I live. Uh, I, mean, I, I want to tell you about healing, but I want to tell you the first time I ever had it happen in my life. Um, you know, I think for so many of us, we have this expectation that, man, if it hasn't happened before, it's not going to happen in the future. Uh, you know, so many of us, we've prayed for the sick, maybe loved ones, and we didn't see them get better. And so we believe this lie that God doesn't want to use us. And that's just a lie from the enemy. Um, you know, anytime that a bad event happens, uh, the enemy will almost always try to convince you that God wanted it to happen. But it's not true. Uh, God doesn't make us sick. Um, we're going to talk about that in a moment. But, man, the first time I ever uh, saw someone get healed by, by me praying for them was this. So uh, we were at my, our church uh, in, Atlanta, uh, not Atlanta, in, in, in Norcross. We were at Nor the Norcross campus at a Victory Church where we attend and uh, serve faithfully, and we were at a, a service kind of like this, just talking about healing. And this was a couple of years ago. I, I think I was 21 years old, so this was actually six or seven years ago, and our pastor was teaching on healing, and there was three, uh, three weeks of it. You know, it was kind of a teaching week, a teaching week, and the last week was a receiving week, you know, just to receive healing for whatever was going on in your life. And now, I, I went just to learn. I wasn't there as a pastor or a preacher. I was there as a person. And so I was in the very, I think it was in one of the front rows, and we were in this really large room, and once the altar time was coming, man, there were people, uh, altar workers, you know, all scattered around the front of the altar, and there were so many people that every person at the altar, there was a line going out the door uh, for people to be prayed for. And I was, I was saying, you know, there's probably 20 people, uh, you know, as altar workers, there must have been, you know, 500 to 1,000 people just kind of waiting to get prayed for. And I remember sitting uh, in one of the front rows looking around like, oh, my goodness, if only more people would pray for people, this would go by so much faster. I'm looking around judging everybody who's not praying for people. And then I'm realizing I'm also not praying for people. I'm like, oh, man, maybe I should do something about this. And all of a sudden, I feel this nudge. Say the nudge. The nudge. I feel this nudge from Holy Spirit that I should pray for people, but I had never seen this before. I never, I've heard of it. I, you know, I've kind of seen it for other people, but not for myself. And so I'm a little nervous. I'm a little like, uh, you know, shy to do it. But then I walk up to my pastor. I say, hey, um, there's a lot of people who need prayer. This is going to take forever. Um, what, would you want me to pray for people? And, and, you know, my pastor, she's like, yeah, absolutely. We'll take anybody. And I don't know what that meant, but she's like, yeah, I'll take, we'll take anybody, which wasn't a huge vote of confidence, but whatever. And so I go up to the altar, I stand uh, up to the front, and people are, you know, every person kind of had a line of people. And the people to my right and the people to my left were seeing the craziest miracles I'd ever seen in my life. You know, people are legitimately, they're getting out of wheelchairs, blind eyes are opening. And then there's my line. Have you ever been shopping and you choose the wrong line to check out in? Yeah, so I was that line. This is a, so healings are happening, healings are happening. I'm praying for person after person, and nothing is getting better for them. If anything, they're getting a little worse. And so, and so this is real. I actually saw there's this long line for me, long line for all these people around me, and people are literally leaving my line to go to other lines. You laugh at me, you guys are so mean. Uh, but so this is real. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do. But like I every time. I was praying for somebody and didn't see them healed. It was validating this insecurity that I can't do this. This isn't for me. I'm not spiritual enough. Even though I went to Bible college, you know, I was actually I was in the middle of Bible college at the time. Like I, I, just, I was like every time it wasn't happening, 
man, I was believing this lie that it's not for me or I'm not good enough or spiritual enough or whatever, which is a total lie from the enemy. And so then, but in that moment, I was just really just kind of bummed out. I was like, you know, I'm just going to pray for one more person and then I'm out of here. Like I'm going to leave. Um, cause I just felt so, I felt so tiny in that moment. I just felt so insecure. And so this lady, this last time, this lady walks up to me and she actually limps up next to me. Uh, she's in the line and she limps up and she ends up telling me she's about, I think in her mid forties. And she says her entire life, she has had an issue with her left hip and she's never been able to run or jump in her entire life without severe pain because of some kind of birth defect that, uh, that messed up her hip. And I was like, well, have you chosen the wrong line today? <laughs> I'm like, prepare to be discouraged. And so I, I, my faith was really small at the moment. And so I prayed for her, and uh, nothing happened. I prayed for her again, and nothing happened. And then, I mean, I eventually start praying, like, other people around me. Like, I'm like, maybe it's, maybe it's the loudness. So I'm like, I'm like a little louder. I do a little quieter, and nothing's working. And eventually I pray to myself. I'm like, God, if this is really you, I'm going to need you to be the one who does this. It's not my power. It's your power. So would you heal this person? I pray for the lady one more time, and the craziest thing happened. Nothing happened. And I was like, no, I, I did all the things. Like, I gave it to you. Like, I did all the things. And I, was, I looked at the lady, and I'm like, well, like, have a good day. Like, and she's like, well, like, thanks. Like, she, like, shrugs. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, it's a really awkward moment. And she kind of leaves disappointed, but then she takes one step to the left. I hear this loud popping sound, and her hip had literally got put back into her place. And she was then all of a sudden, she starts running and jumping around for the first time since she was a very little kid, which is so exciting. All right, so you clap for that, but I want you to clap for you because at the end of service, we're going to pray for one another. Uh, we're going to pray for one another. And if you're here and you're like, no, I want you to pray for me. Well, here's the thing. I don't have anything that any of you don't have. The same spirit that lives in me lives in you and each one of you. And if you're like, this makes me really uncomfortable, you'll totally get over it. I promise. You know, we get really awkward about these things until it works out. You know, it was really awkward when I asked Rebecca on our first date. It took like, it was a, it was a, it was a mess. And so on the date, Rebecca asked me three times if it was a date, which means it's not going well for me. And so, but you know, after the date, I'm so glad that I did because now I have this amazing story. And after I prayed for that one person, man, I was 21 then. I'm 20, about to be 29 in a couple weeks. Man, I have seen thousands, if not 10,000 people get healed. You know why? Because it started in a random moment because God wanted to use me. And the truth is God wants to use all of us. And so we're going to look at healing tonight and really more specifically faith for healing. And so, I mean, I want us to, before we talk about anything, and is this, I want to talk about a misconception that many of us can believe, whether we, we would verbally say we believe this or not, is this, is that some of us would believe that God makes us sick. But I want to tell you the truth. God does not make you sick. Uh, God doesn't make you sick. He doesn't want to hurt you. He doesn't want to harm you. God is a healer, not a harmer. God's a healer. And so man, he's not going to push you down in order to pick you back up. That would be so crazy. But so many times when I pray with people, I'll be like, hey, you know, if we're praying for this, how long have you been dealing with this? Like, oh, it's been a long time, but it's okay. God's just trying to teach me a lesson. Man, what a bad dad to do that. But God's not a bad dad. God is a good father who's so good to us, and he wants to heal us. And so God doesn't make you sick. Matthew 10.8 uh, says this. Jesus says, heal the sick. Raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Look to the person next to you, say, get out. 
All right, we're good. Okay, drive out demons. We're good there. I always get a little nervous. Man. Uh, freely you've received, now freely give. So Jesus is telling us to heal the sick. I think it's really interesting is that Jesus more often says heal the sick than pray for the sick. Man, it's, a, it's something that we should do as, just like as, as, a, as if we are shaking somebody's hand. Man, it should be so normal for us. Freely you have received, freely give. And so this is Jesus speaking to his followers, which includes us. And Jesus would not tell us to heal the sick that he makes sick. He would, it would make any sense. And so anytime that we see Jesus do something or say something, it's a representation of God's character. Every time we see Jesus do something, it's a representation of God's character. And so the truth is, is this, when we see Jesus, we see the Father. When we see Jesus, we see the Father. But here's what I love about this is Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. And in this moment, our identity changes. Man, we are seen differently by God. And 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new has come. Our identity changes. So when we see Jesus, we see the Father. But when the Father sees us, he sees Jesus. When the Father sees us, he sees Jesus. We're a new creation, and he doesn't look at us like Ty. He sees Jesus within me. And God wouldn't make Jesus sick. And so, man, I love that we can have this understanding that, man, that God is a healer, not a harmer. And so the thing we're going to look at really tonight for a moment or two, and then we're going to pray a bunch, is this, is that God wants to heal. God wants to heal. He's so pumped. I feel like even right now, God is almost at the edge of his seat, so excited to give you this gift of healing tonight for you and for others around you. And so God wants to heal. And if anyone has ever told you that that, that, that doesn't happen, uh, you know, maybe you've been taught, you know, different faith backgrounds of like, oh, the Holy Spirit is just for way back in the day with the apostles, or Holy Spirit's power no longer does miracles. The truth is, is this. The only reason why someone would say that Holy Spirit stopped is because that person never started. The only reason why they would say, Holy Spirit, stop doing things is because they never started and they're trying to excuse their own lack of power. Because, man, when they, they, it's really hard for them to say, oh, God heals. But then the, the people ask, like, well, well, why doesn't it, he do it through you? And so, man, people will teach that. But the truth is God is a healer and he wants to heal us. He wants to heal us. Psalm 103, verses 2 through 3 says this, Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all of your sins and all of your diseases. Say all. All all of them. You know, uh, a while ago, man, a couple of years ago now, my wife was uh, um, was um, reached out to you about getting a, a different job, and so in that, there's this kind of uh, the negotiations of you know, there's salary negotiations and benefit conversations and all of that, and we have friends who actually now will get different jobs just for the benefits, you know, and it's already it's interesting, but man, here's what I love about this: is praise the Lord, my soul, forget not all of His benefits. But man, the truth is, you don't just get the salary of salvation. You all become benefactors of God's benefits. Man, you become benefactors of all of God's benefits. And he forgives all of your sins, big and small, and all of your diseases, big and small. Man, I want us to understand this, that both for sin and for sickness, God doesn't see it as big and small. 
Because he heals and covers it all. All of it. So many times we, we get measured results because we measure the sickness. Oh, man, we get really nervous about certain words, we'll even say. Like, like, oh, man, if they say cancer, like, all of a sudden I get really nervous. But, man, God can heal cancer like he can heal a canker sore. And we've seen him do it a ton of times. And so, man, we receive uh, in the same way, man. We receive all of this. And so, man, like, God wants to give us salvation and healing. And just how we prayed for salvation, of saying, God, I invite you into my heart, is the same way we can receive healing of, God, I invite you into my body. Man, God, I invite you into it. So God wants to heal us, but God also wants to heal others. Uh, James 5 says this, Is any sick among you? Let him call to the elders of the church. Let him pray over them, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Man, faith is a really big deal to Jesus. Uh, there's two numbers I want you to remember, and if you're taking notes, I want you to write down 12 and 19. 12 and 19. And so there are 19 times in the Bible where there's Jesus and somebody else, a one-on-one -on -one moment where Jesus is praying for a sick person, where it's Jesus and one other person. There's 19 times where Jesus is praying for somebody. 12 out of the 19 times, Jesus ends the healing moment by saying, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. So 12 out of 19, which is the majority of, so the majority of time in Jesus' ministry, Jesus says that it's on their faith that made them well, which I think is a pretty wild moment because, man, I believe that God wants to increase our faith for healing for us and healing for others. And he's going to do it through Holy Spirit. He's going to do it through Holy, Holy Spirit. And there's really uh, two faiths we're going to look at, and then we're going to pray. You know, I love this, is that there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, and there are nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, and there's one that is the same. There's one that is identical, and it's faithfulness. There's the fruit of faith that we're given in a moment, or there's uh, the gift of faith we're given in a moment, and the fruit of faith that grows over time. And so, I mean, I love these, these two things. You know, in Galatians 9, we see these fruits grown, and so the fruit of faithfulness is great for healing. You know, I've I, uh, when I grew up, I grew up in Michigan. I grew up across the street from, a, from a, a really tiny farm. And in the morning, I'd go out, I'd be standing for the bus, and I'd see occasionally a farmer, you know, kind of, uh, you know, tending to his, his crops. And I never saw this. I never saw a farmer go out in the morning, look at his crops, and say, corn, grow <laughs> right now. Like, or, you know, yelling at But I think it's so funny because so often, that's how we deal with the fruits of Holy Spirit. We say, God, I want to grow in the fruits right now. Give them to me right now. And I think it's so funny. We almost give God like this fruit grocery list. of like, God, go to the fruit market. I want all of them right now. My favorite prayer is this. God, give me patience now. Not later, Lord. I won't wait for it. Give me patience right now, which is my favorite thing in the world because obviously it's ridiculous. But, man, but here's what I love is faith is grown over time in the fruit of faithfulness. So we're going to pray in probably like 15 minutes. And here's what's going to happen. And like, imagine this. This is kind of a hypothetical. Is let's say someone comes up and they are totally blind since birth. And they, like, they say, hey, Ty, Rebecca, can you pray for us? And we're going to pray for everybody. But you're, we're going to pray for each other too. And so but let's say someone who's totally blind comes up and I pray for them. And they get totally healed. Praise Jesus. It can totally happen. We've seen it happen before. And then a second person comes up. They're also totally blind. I pray for them and they get better. Then a third person comes up, and they say they are also totally blind. 
I would probably stop drinking the water in Woodstock. Like, I'd be like, maybe we should check things out. This is getting a little weird. But here's the question. Don't you think I would have more faith for the third person than I did for the first person? Absolutely. Because I've already seen it. I've already seen it. And so, like, there are some things, like, man, like, I've seen more backsealed than any other thing times probably, like, literally by, like, 10 or 100 times. Like, everywhere we go, I see backsealed. So anytime somebody says they have a back issue, I don't even think about it. Why? Because I've already seen God. I've already seen God do it. I've already seen God do it. And so he can, God can grow in the fruits over time. The other way we can grow in, the, in, in faithfulness is the gifts of faith through Holy Spirit. And these gifts are given to us in a moment. You know, um, have you ever had to pay for a Christmas gift for yourself? That would be such a weird, imagine going downstairs, it's Christmas morning, you open up a gift, you're super pumped about it, it's like a new iPhone, and your parents are like, okay, that'll be $1,000. Imagine how weird that would be. This is real, Rebecca and I have a friend who, uh, growing up, this is so depressing, but he would, he would grow up, and growing up, he would do this, he would, uh, his parents would take him to the store, he would buy his own gift, and they would make him wrap his own gift. And I'm like, that is the biggest bummer of all of Christmas. <laughs> but man, imagine that. But I think what's so crazy is God wants to give you the gift of faith even tonight. Where man, you might be in a moment sometimes where all of a sudden faith just arises in you out of nowhere. And that is a gift of faith that is given to us. And I love is that we don't have to pay for it or beg for it. Because the truth is, especially with healing, we're not begging God to do anything tonight. Because you don't need to beg God to do what he already wants to do. Because I think so often that we do this, like we, we come, you know, begging God, like, God, please, please, please. You only have to ask God once. Like, God is so good. He's so faithful. I mean, I believe healing is a process. But sometimes the process is one second, which is what I'm always believing for. And sometimes God heals in minutes and moments and days. And it's totally okay, too. But I believe today we're going to step into healing and before I even get any further and farther is this, I want to just validate how you feel. If you're here and you're, you're battling with like depression and anxiety, that is just as valid as a broken leg. Man, Jesus wants to heal you and be a part of that with you. And so tonight we're going to pray for that. You know, we're going to pray for physical healing, of course, spiritual healing, and, uh, you know, emotional healing as well. God, we want to invite God into those moments. And if you're watching online, too, a little bit, we're going to have Zoom rooms uh, where you can be prayed for, and it'll be just as powerful. We've seen God. It's so crazy. God can move praying for people that aren't even in the room. It's almost like Jesus had done that before. That's a Bible joke because he did. Uh, but here's the thing. I mean, regardless of whether God is going to heal us or going to heal through us, the truth is we need to use our faith. Man, whether it's a fruit or a gift, we want God to use our faith so that God can do amazing and incredible things. Man, because we're in a moment, we're just gonna, we're gonna begin to pray. Um, you know, I'm not gonna teach really much longer because I just believe this. I believe there's a healing anointing in this room because of Holy Spirit. And so we're gonna pray for a couple things tonight. And you know, this morning I preached about uh, you know, being nudged by the Holy Spirit and really briefly talked about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to pray for that as well tonight. You know, at any time, we can totally pray for that. But, man, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to pray for ourselves and we're going to pray for others. And so in a moment, uh, actually, we can actually do this now. If I can have the band already just make their way back up, we're going to just kind of start this going because we're going to pray for a good little bit tonight. 
But I want us to do this. With every head bowed and every eye closed, I want us to pray for two things. If you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus, man, the truth is, is this. What sickness is to your body, sin is to your soul. And God wants to heal it all. Man, he forgives all of your sins and heals all of your diseases. And so if you're here, I'm not going to beg or plead, but with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're here and you'd say that, man, God, just you, you need a, just a new moment with God, you need to give God your life, or you need to come back to God without anybody looking around, without with every head bowed, every eye closed, if that's you and you've just never given your life to Jesus, or you'd say you need to give your life back to Jesus, before we move on, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Would you just raise your hand so I can pray with you this morning? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Good deal. Well, we're going to pray together, just like we did this morning. Amen. We're going to pray with those four people, and we're just going to be believing God. Man, because, man, the best miracle that happens isn't that we get healed. The best miracle that happens is that we get saved. And so we're going to pray this together. And so I want us to pray just kind of as a, as a Momentum Church family tonight. If you can just repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, I give you my life. I'm all in. I know you died and rose again. So I want to follow you the rest of my life. I give you my whole life. Every part. Amen. Man, I'm so excited. You know, we could end tonight and this would be a radical win. It really could be. So I want to, you know, I'm so excited. You know, I, I was going to preach for so much longer, but I mean, I really feel like God wants to heal people tonight. But I want us to understand this, is God wants to heal you and God wants to heal through you. Please don't miss out on what God wants to do to you and through you because of a little bit of fear. And here's the truth. If you're worried that you're going to pray and not see it work out, you're believing more in you than you are in God. And, and I, I've, I've been there. I get there sometimes even now where I'm like I get frustrated or sad or even ultra excited or I feel like I'm closer to God if I see a miracle. But the truth is miracles are not measuring how close I am to God. They're measuring how much he just loves us all the time. And so, man, God loves us and he wants to do miracles. And so we're going to do this. We're going to pray uh, for a good little bit tonight, but we're going to pray for one another. And so here's how we're going to pray. Uh, this is a great rule for what we're Thanks for joining us for this week's message. For more information, please check out www.